...related household products in the living room, kitchen, and bedroom, eventually linking them to create the home of the future. The connected home has long been the fantasy of the tech world, but while Apple, Google, and Microsoft dominate PCs, mobile devices, and car consoles, and GE and Honeywell lord over household appliances, no company has successfully merged the two spaces to take over the home, despite trying for decades. I remember going to Tomorrowland at Disneyland as a kid, where you have this button and the food would come out and then everything would be magically cleaned, Fidel recalls. They've been selling this same vision since the 1950s. Nest is the one executing on that promise, by developing a platform for the home in which such disparate smart appliances as refrigerators, TVs, and light bulbs can interact with intelligent thermostats, smoke alarms, and security cameras. With 115 million homes in the U.S. and hundreds of millions more worldwide, Nest has the potential to give Google its deepest integration yet into the lives of consumers. But first, Fidel must figure out how to splice his startup's Apple breeding with Google's DNA. In addition to Rogers, who served as Fidel's right-hand man at One Infinite Loop, Nest brought with it more than 100 former Apple employees— We have a very Apple team, which is about building connected, deeply embedded, and well-designed products, while Google is about big data, machine learning, and operational efficiency, Rogers says. Putting those together is unique. There's no company like it out there. Nest became successful for what it didn't do as much as for what it did. Its services are characterized not only by minimalist user experience, a hallmark of Apple products, but also by eschewing gimmicks in favor of lasting, incremental consumer benefits, such as energy savings and safety. If Protect senses a CO leak, it will automatically communicate with the Nest thermostat and instruct it to turn off a gas furnace, a refreshingly useful and invisible interaction in an age when smart home products often equate to flashy gizmos. Is a smartphone pet food dispenser really what you need, Fidel says? We don't want to become Sharper Image or Brookstone. When Fidel and Rogers started the company in a sloped Palo Alto garage, early employees grew annoyed that their chairs kept rolling away from their desks. Their first thermostat prototype was the size of a breadbox. The company studied thermostat interfaces going back to the 1950s, realizing that even the advances of touchscreens in the late 1990s and early 2000s did little to improve the ancient but resilient physical dial user interface. Whereas incumbents incorporated endless digital features, such as calendars and photos, Fidel and Rogers understood that additional icons confused consumers. Household devices are not upgraded every two years like a phone. More likely, they're replaced every 10 or 20 years. The design had to be timeless. We thought about all kinds of crazy animations, background images, even adding a weather app, Rogers recalls. But it's a thermostat. It's not supposed to cook you breakfast. Fidel pushed his team much as he did at Apple. His reputation is for being intense, willing to go to war with Steve Jobs and his lieutenants over the development of the first-generation iPod and iPhone, and hard on his own troops. The kiss of death at any of these product meetings, what would send Tony over the fucking moon, was when he went around the table asking how things are going, and you said, great, recalls one former Apple team member, Tony would just lose his shit because things are never going great. 
When one employee failed to live up to his standards, Fidel ordered a manager to fire the employee, saying, "'You gotta glock-glock that dude,' as he mimed shooting off a handgun. He was joking, but unapologetic. As stressful as it is to work for Fidel, though, all those former Apple employees joined him at Nest because he rewards employees when deserved, and his drive for unattainable perfection brings out the best in people.' There have been times when Tony's banging his fist on the table and yelling at people and demanding excellence, says Rogers, but at the same time he is incredibly caring and passionate about their development. There have been moments that I've been beyond stressed, to the point of tears, and he'll sit down and say, let's talk through everything that's going on. These are the rare moments of clarity with Tony that make all the hard times worth it. The team's collective dissatisfaction got the thermostat down to the size of a hockey puck by March 2011, when Fidel ran into Google co-founder Sergey Brin.